now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. It's a new day. It's a blank page. And where is my voice? Come on through. Hey, guys, you already know if, if uh, you're seeing this because I shared it, a friend shared it, or you just came across it. These are my first thoughts of the morning where I talk myself out of bed and I have that conversation out loud open, honest, and transparent with you. And uh, sometimes you may have the antidote. Sometimes how to get out of bed can be a statement. It could be answers or it very well could be a question. Today is one of those questions like, y'all, how do I get out of this bed? Uh, coming off a long weekend, we always say come Monday. Well, I'm recording this one on one of those, not dreaded Mondays, but come Monday. That means that Another day, sun is coming through yonder window. That means we could we could start anew. You know that we could really start anew. One of the reasons I love networking, and again, let me make sure that I am on all the platforms. One of the reasons that I truly love networking is because at each networker networking event, at, I could literally you can go in with a new business card. As I mute this one, you can go in with a new business card. You can narrow your focus. You can expand your focus. You get a chance once again to say who you are. People are walking around. Who are you? Who are you? What do you do? What do you do? And you get to set the tone. I love when life gives us a chance to reset or set the tone or even just start. You know, I'm a person. I love startups. I love starting. Right. It's the whole finishing thing and follow through, follow up. That's my flaw. My flaw is follow up. Somebody right now is probably waiting on me to go read an email or, or see a text message, you know, because I'm an in the moment kind of person. I'm a right now. If you got my attention, you better get what you need right now because I am. And what I have discovered about myself and live honestly about myself is that I am always preoccupied. I try to count the moments when I am not preoccupied. And most of those moments, only because of law, I am not preoccupied now when I'm driving. But I still feel it creeping back in, uh, some of those habits. Lost connection. You know, we have a couple of alternatives. If you're on a platform and have issues on one platform, we have a couple of alternative places where you can go and find the scope. Just go and uh, check out your next favorite platform and use the hashtag Dryer buzz. I hashtag everything with dryer buzz. Let me give the story of that. Somebody asked me yesterday to, to um, they said, it seems like I had a bit of history or, or experience going on here. And they really didn't know because they came in under one auspice of what I do. Right. And they I jumped on their broadcast and they said, hey, dryer buzz, what do you do? This is what they said to me. Right. Because they know. They see me in the kitchen. They see me out in the city. They follow. They they saw something and they decided to initiate a relationship, send a friend request or, or something to that matter. And they followed. And I'm the same way. I'm like, wait a minute. How do I know that person? Right. So they was like, you know, they asked me to drop a little bit of information in their broadcast to kind of clarify. And I thought, well, here's a moment where I could talk about all that I do, but and everybody's not trying to get all that you do. You know how you go to network and the person give you, they give you three cards. Good morning, Celsi, Ice, and those of you coming in over here. You know how they give you three uh, cards. So here's my, here's my nine to five, but you know, I'm over here, I'm selling cakes. Uh, I got insurance. I got this, that, and the other, you know, and I'm like, okay, what, what is your call to action? Uh-oh, there it is right there. And we've talked about this. I'm just going to put call to action. We need to dial in on that 
because we've talked about the call to action being a part of many of the steps and things that we wrote down. So for those of you that, again, are new, we wrote, this is a journaling, uh, I was going to say scope, but it's a journaling broadcast podcast scope, right? We either have a calendar nearby for those who subscribe to, you know that you've got a, you're in a season or a week or an hour or a day or a month, right? Tidbit, just need a tidbit. Um, Drea says, I subscribe to a blank page each and every day. I literally, I don't care what I've done. And I, I do some things in succession. I have some seasons, some reasons. And I, there's some, there's, there's a couple of things I've been doing for a lifetime. One of those is being a, not even a mom. I guess I can't even say I've been doing that for a lifetime. It feels like a lifetime at this point. I've, I've definitely been around. My children have had me all of their lives. Um, I have also, um, seasons, I, I blog within seasons. Um, so when they said, well, you know, what do you do? And I was like, Ooh, blank page. You know, you know how she loves herself a blank page because I get to put the, con- the table of contents. I get to develop my own table of contents. I get to put what chapter is this? What chapter? Well, it depends. What do I do? It depends on what chapter we're in. Blessings to you, Yolanda and family and follow this fellow listeners, uh, says ice. All right. So what chapter you know, let's write this thing. One of the things in, in me being a writer, author, blogger, and so forth, sometimes I'm, I know I'm in a zone where I don't want to consume somebody else's stuff because if you're not particularly mindful that you're in a consumption time, then when you go into your creative time, you'll be thinking, oh, you got an original idea, but then it's like, whoa, wait, that that looks kind of similar to something I've seen, heard, or said, somebody said, or somebody's done. Or sometimes unconsciously, subconsciously, um, you'll recreate, you know, and then they'll come to you and like, wait, that looks like something I've seen, said, or done, right? So sometimes I have to kind of, you know, be cautious of what I am consuming, knowing that I'm going into a creative space. So I'll begin to block things out. But then sometimes it's good to go and um, binge on some things like right now I said I wanted to do a food podcast but I want to do a food podcast meaning as many of my podcasts bringing on different experts you know specifically bringing on home cooks and chefs and things like that the food groups everybody everybody complains about food on social media the first thing I had to post this morning was a plate of ribs the 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 barbecue king that I dined with yesterday wanted uh was looking for one of the particular pictures that I took and I was like oh that's the one I did not post so I had to post that this morning right everybody was like why are you posting your food when I go out to dinner why are we taking pictures uh it's the number two thing number two if not three on you know first of all porn's gonna already be always be number one okay religion may get in there at number two food might food and religion might fight because some people that's not all up in religion honey food is their church okay food is their church and and for me I'm in a couple let me tell y'all I'm in a billion groups right I want fried chicken and waffles honey I woke up Patty Betty had made some chicken and grits although she used too much sea salt so we had to do got a deal do over on the grits so see they complain but continue to watch right there are more people let me tell you there are people on here shaking their behind and twerking and all that let me tell you twerking videos have never 
gotten more gotten more views than a good piece of chicken <laughs> okay uh than a good meal right and think about it, slime 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 gets more you want you you want to twerk or you want to slime there are people out there over there making slime touching slime twisting slime all that kind of stuff and getting more views okay and then then the whole twerking people waiting to become a, a supermodel right or Kim Kardashian, whichever comes first. I don't know, okay? But they get more. There was one artist. She would take paint and just freeze little paint, make little things, freeze it, and slice it up. And she ended up getting one of some of the best write-ups ever. You know, everybody knows about her artistry. But on, at the same time, while she was doing the trivial thing that became trending, she was also able to turn around and sell her art. There was one person who was who somebody told him, look, put your art online. Just put your art online. You know, you, you're hoarding it. You're sitting over there. You don't know how to take it to the next level. Put it online. Let people see it. Let people love it. Well, she put it online. People saw people love it, and somebody stole it, stole every bit of it. Went and had an old art show with it, right? Art show sold her pieces for thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Guess what she had to do? Get a lawyer. That was it. Got her money. But she never would have had an art show selling it for thousands and thousands of dollars. Luckily, because she put it online, because she had developed a following and a fan base, when the person, when the true person who loved online and would go to a museum, walked in the museum and saw all her stuff, started looking for, well, where's, where's the artist? I love her. Um, you know, this person is faking like it's, they done found this stuff or whatever. She was, got online, sent a message, girl, all your stuff up in here, boom, live. Here, all your stuff got in the turn. Let me tell you, that's why, again, it's important that you become part of associations because what those associations do is if you're in your industry, particular industries have associations and they, they go out and they watch for your stuff and they protect your stuff. That's why you should put it online so people could become familiar with it. I can, let me tell y'all, when I go out networking and I'm in a room, every time somebody utters the word buzz, everybody looks at me. Everybody looks, when somebody says they want some buzz or they need some buzz, they tell them, call me, you go, go follow her, get in her timeline, buy her a book. All those things, all those things, you got to become, you got to become known. You got to let yourself become known for that thing that you love, the thing that you want, the thing that you are, you're doing. You've got to put it out there. I know some of the people right now still holding on to it, still afraid to let people know because um, they're so afraid somebody's going to steal it. Let me tell you, yeah, somebody's going to steal it. The very minute I get out of this podcast, look, I put the podcast on three platforms, okay? It's probably on three million platforms right now, everybody monetizing. Because permission is out there to like it, to share it, and so forth. Right. But if somebody go and making millions off of it, then guess what? Call up your association, your attorney, uh, whoever you got on retainer, all those kinds of things, right? That's why you take care of various licenses. You get in joining. Joining various associations will automatically get you certain licensing. Putting it, posting it online, let me tell you, there is no better timestamp. There's no better and non-argumentative timestamp. Even nowadays, when you take a picture on your phone, it has certain information encrypted in it. So when you go sending that picture to so-and-so and so-and-so, oh, hi, mom and dad, I'm, I'm at the mall. Uh, well, why does the picture say January and it's April? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you done tried this picture before. Because, because we're, we're just, listen, life is getting to that point. But at the, end, at the beginning of the day, 
not at the end of the day, because we at the beginning of the day, don't wait to the end of the day. Let me say that. Don't wait to the end of the day. At the beginning of the day, what do you want the call to action to be? What do you want the call to action to be? Yolanda, you woke up, you started this podcast. I want you to the call to action. You should have grabbed a journal right now. You should have grabbed a piece of paper, a pen, or a device if you want to use that. I like to write mine down. I can remember everything in this book simply for the fact of that's how I am wired. By writing it down, getting taking it, taking it through that action of literally from my mind to the paper and seeing it. I can recall what's in this book because I can recall the, what's on that page and visually see those pages, right? That's how I'm wired. Remember a couple of days ago, we talked about how we are wired because that's how we understand this thing. There are people who needed how to get out of bed before how to create buzz, before realizing they are buzzworthy, they have value, Right. It's got, we got to go back to how you, how you get out of bed. Because how you get out of bed, those first thoughts of the day that you have with yourself, which are probably some of the worst thoughts you're going to hear for the rest of the day, then that immediate circle you have around yourself, and they're not inspiring and encouraging you. We tell you how to bulldoze on through that. Then going into your work environment where somebody is trying to keep you in your quote-unquote place, Right or use and abuse, or going through corporate politics, or whatever politics, whatever, till you can't wait for to get off, or wait till the end of the day, or the weekend, and all those kinds of things. We try to get you to have a couple of moments where you just get to enjoy yourself, and I'm excited, because I really had some really good inboxes uh, yesterday. I told you guys I was prepping and preparing, prepping and preparing, because I'm pitching the kitchen, pitching the kitchen, and pitching some other things, pitching the kitchen, pitching the podcast, and all that. I mean, I'm talking to people about funding, sponsorships, and all those kinds of things. Um, and I got a really good inbox. Uh, one of the events, remember I talked, we talked about conferences where everybody's going to conferences. One of the conferences that I was experiencing a serious case of FOMO because of the time of year that, they, that this conference happens. Uh, I saw the promos for the conference yesterday, and the conference is in late October. Not only that, October is my birthday month. I'm always feeling good. It's a 10. It's a meaning. It's a one month meaning. That, that's a start for me, honey. I love October. And the first inbox I got was, you. I know you love having plenty of time. We got to go back and do this. A friend of mine, um, not even a friend. Um, well, he is a friend now. But we started out realizing we were on the same path through social media. And he and I, some time ago, some years ago, pitched to do... Uh, a panel at this particular conference, but it was early April. As a matter of fact, we did that conference the very year Periscope started. So we were able to utilize Periscope. I was able to utilize Periscope to document the entire trip process of how I ended up. It was a trip to D.C. The conference is in Washington, D.C., which is absolutely awesome and amazing. Uh, it was at the onset or somewhere in between the Barack Obama presidency. So it was awesome going to D.C. at that time. Um, and also um, just really a great a lot of great collaborations came out of that and so forth. And I was able to put forth a call to action that and in fact, our entire panel was uh, moving from blogging to author, going from blog to book, trying to encourage other bloggers to publish uh, a lot, lot of this content that they have online. And one of my exam, my example was I had 
uh, my articles. I took 27 of my blog articles and created the book 27 Essence Create Buzz. He took uh, articles uh, from poetry blog. He's a poetry author. He's, he writes about think tank, a lot of think tank type stuff, right? Commentaries. And he published his commentary. So we had both gone from blogs to um, publishing as books, as authors, right? So, and remember, I always talk about how there were those who wanted for free online. And if somebody wants it for free, look for a way to fully reimburse uh, expenses elsewhere. Like my book right now, it's actually literally free. Because I can fully re- reimburse this. My book is my business card. I'm, and I give it to somebody I know I'm going to get some value out of establishing that kind of. I'm not just out there like, here's a book, here's a book, you get a book, you get a book. No, it's a particular relationship I want to establish when I give the book. But I have reimbursed the cost of the book somewhere else. Fully reimbursed uh, expenses elsewhere in order to publish the book so that I can when somebody says they need a door prize or, um, um, what is it? You know, different things like that. I can give the book or I can part, take the book and say, Hey, your product goes very well with this. Can I put a book in your product? You know, people who are in places that I can't necessarily be, I can send the book. People say, well, you know, I'll, I'll see some, like, especially like, um, I'm participating in a writer's conference for young people this summer. I don't mind rolling up to that with a case of books because I can reimburse the expense, right? I fully reimburse, uh, excuse me, guys, I'm going to turn my thing down. I hear myself in my ear. Fully reimburse expenses elsewhere. Now, some of the people have it fully reimbursed each expense or every expense, right? But it's about elsewhere because it's not about necessarily coming out of your pocket because when you come out of your pocket, you should be reimbursing that too. But we get back to our topic of call to action because I haven't written down anything else, even though and I'm excited about what I'm saying. Now, mind you, let me say this. When I hit that start button, none of this. I had zero of this. I am that person. When you talk about what you're passionate about and what you love, I don't prepare. I don't sit up all night. I hadn't written, written these things out. I literally come on here, push that button. We start having this conversation. And the topic comes through, whether from me or from somebody that's listening or or watching y'all, I'm telling you, this is how this thing gets done. It's it's a conversation where we talk through. And as I started talking, the one thing I noticed we had not written down in that conversation was call to action. You have a chance right now to create a call. The artist has come in, plus acquaint to another generation of followers. Exactly. And that's what I love about it because, and it's a full circle moment because when I started, I started with the youth. And of course, being that I mastered the platform of blogging, that took me into other arenas, the entertainment side, which I didn't really care for the entertainment side. I like going into the entertainment side and discovering, you know, something has buzz or someone has buzz or this, that, or the other, you know. I still love that, like coming into the kitchen, that wasn't on my agenda at all. But I respect the season. I respect when it's time to move on. I respect when it's time to do something different. Time, you know, and I'm not gonna say I wholly respect it because sometimes I, I'm like, no, I'm not going. That's I'm gonna stay in my quote unquote comfort. Oh, write that down. Comfort zone. I'm having lunch with a friend this week. We're gonna talk about her comfort zone. Cause she keeps, I notice every time she posts something, she always talk about coming out of my comfort zone to do this. I came out of my comfort zone to do that. I'm like, girl, we got to talk about this comfort zone. 
Because if, if, if every time you come out of your comfort zone, you experience something wonderful, what's going on in this comfort zone? But I know we all have that place. Podcasting is my comfort zone. Putting an image on the screen and having a wonderful conversation, that's my comfort zone. Going live, getting on camera, that ain't necessarily my comfort zone. Right. Even though I am live and on the camera and in the kitchen, if you look at it real hard, you see, I'm not all that comfortable because I've just gone through some trauma and I have some of that trauma left over. Right. Used to be a time I didn't have a problem jumping in front of the camera and I never understood why anybody else couldn't jump in front of the camera. And I didn't have the understanding that maybe they might have had some trauma. Maybe they ain't trying to let everybody see them. You know, maybe I didn't know I wasn't able to see that. But. You might not be able to see it, but you might get, you will get to a time of life where you have a little bit more understanding of people. And I was one of those, one of the reasons I am not one of the people out here talking about being your coach and, and all this kind of thing, because that's not my comfort. I don't, I didn't have that comfort zone. Um, I didn't have the patience. I didn't have the patience to really teach. You know, people are like, oh my God, you're such an expert at this, that, and that. Yes, I am. And I know it. And I've written books on it. Go get the book. I don't want, I'm not trying to take, I'm, that's not my, I get impatient. I get impatient when people don't understand. Listen, this is the way it is. This is the fact. I, I get impatient when people can't embrace facts. And, and a lot of our information in this world is based on facts. I'm like, no, you can't challenge the fact, right? You can challenge the behaviors that cause the facts. You can challenge the people, but you can't challenge what is because what is, is. And too many people are out there trying to, you can change, listen, you can change behavior. You can, you can encourage other behaviors. You can weed and see to those that only have those behaviors, but there's some things you can't change. Everybody ain't able, everybody can't do this. And I, I hated being that person to say, listen, this is, this is probably not what you're going to do. Last night I came home and was watching it. I love watching the shopping channel because I love watching. reason why I love, and I, I have never bought a single thing on it, maybe once or twice, right? But I love watching it because of the narratives that they have to come up with to describe these products, right? I'm in the buzz of the marketing business, so I can watch it. And I'm watching, uh, let's tell you, Michelle, I'm watching these um uh, these women and many women who do these shopping channels and how many ways they have to describe this one thing and how engaging they have to get is fact is so different from theory, right? I'm watching how they have to get people engaged. And so last night they had this woman on who has, uh, I don't know if they, she designed these or these are hers or she was just the spokesperson podcasting my comfort zone, been on, been on Periscope since it started. Uh, don't get on cameras, right? Sparkle is coming and sharing as well. So, she was describing the sandal and the, the host lady um, made the mistake of saying she had a wide foot. And she was like, no, you have a full foot. She's like, and she literally said, if you're out there, and you have a wide foot. This might not be the sandal for you. It was an adjustable strap sandal. Uh, the base. And I guess she was, you know, I guess she don't want to see every type of foot in her shoe. Right. Um, because the base is particular, you know, the base of the shoe, how many times y'all get on here talking about people got on the wrong side shoe, the heel is coming off, the toes are running over, the shoe just ain't, it's just not a good fit, right? So the host was using the word wide and she wanted the host to use the word full. So every time the host would say wide, she'd insert full. So they were kind of going, she was getting a little perturbed with the host because she's not trying to see her shoe on everybody. She's not trying to see a wide foot in that shoe, even though it has an adjustable strap, but it's basically a strap. And sometimes, you know, 
people who have wide foot, they look for that type of shoe, regardless or not if the base supports that. So she was trying to kept trying to correct her on saying full and how, you know, the strap can't do but so much. Right. And uh, and she kind of lost her like she lost her demeanor, not her cool. She stayed cool. But there were a couple times they had to get the camera off her. She was getting a little bit perturbed about the way they were describing this, describing her, her shoe. Because she knows her audience. She knows her shoe. She knows where she wants to shoot. see this shoe. And she knows the quantity in which they sell. And But see, at the same time, if a wide foot person, a person who needed a wide size basis versus a full. See, a full might mean just a little bit more height. The adjustable straps will accommodate the height of the foot, the thickness of the foot, not the width of the foot. Foot seems less critical, right? So, but at the same time, you think about it, it's, it's, on, it's on TV shopping, online shopping. Think about all those, all those wide width people ordering and then becoming dissatisfied. So she could have been trying to ward off now getting all these negative reviews, right? Because she just simply said, if you need a wide, this might not be the shoe, the, the shoe for you. Other, other shoes to come. You know, she was directing them on that. Because the lady said wide, where it doesn't support wide, it supports full. You order it, you're dissatisfied, you feel like they've been deceptive. You go out there, you're going to leave a review, right? And the review is not going to be um, positive. And then now you've got these returns of these per do not want to alienate, right? She wasn't trying to alienate, you know, she was, might, might have been thinking about, I don't want all those returns. And I certainly don't want all those reviews for somebody whose foot does not meet with the base of the shoe because the wide means the base of the shoe and it being a, it being a sandal and then you out there straps popping and all that kind of stuff, right? So she was real particular about using full. And that's another thing. When you start with a day of a blank page, when you start with a network and you want to give a, a new call to action, like let's say I woke up today and I only want to be known for this, that, and the other. So every interaction I have, every moment in the new networking going forward, like the guy when he when I jumped on his scope, he said, Drive us, he says, Man, I love following you and I see that you do a lot. Give me tell me a little bit more about what you do. So he 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 said he asked me, he says, are you a blogger? And I had to let him know, kind of a semi-retired blogger, so that you don't expect when you see my content that it's all about, right, means loss, right? And, and a lot of them shoes, she wouldn't be able to restock. Uh, I didn't want him to look, continue looking at my content from a blogger perspective because it's not necessarily a blogger perspective, meaning that just the story uh, my more my opinion, and I know blogging is is one that has ushered in the whole opinion reporting type thing to this thing, but you're seeing me more in the kitchen, you're seeing me more in the city, in this lane and that lane. So I had a chance, right? Subtle but essential. So I had a chance to clarify to him, it's not blogging in the way we know of blogging, right? Uh, yes, I am. To me, blogging means are how are you archiving. Right. Yes, I am archiving some of this content. I am not at this time doing long form writing as which is what blogging used to be. Uh, there's vlogging, vlogging, 
lots of videos, and I let them know that I'm semi-retired on the blogging, that I have moved my writing to books, that I am now, he says, yeah, I see you're in the kitchen and you're cooking, and one of the things is I respond to, I listen, I do social listening, I respond to what people are saying, and somebody said, what do you do, I'm like, well, how do you know me, right, because I need to find out, and you need to find out, well, how, what have you seen? So that, so that I know what you know, because there's nothing wrong. There's nothing worse than one person thinking you're getting ready to tell them you do this, that, and the other, and you go off somewhere. That that missed moment, miscommunication. Oh, let's write that down. Call to action. Missed moments. Let's write that down. Missed moments, because a lot of times what we're dealing with is a lot of missed moments because we are not properly communicating. Not listening. Uh-oh, you got to listen. You can't give a call to action unless you listen. And I, that's in all everything that I have ever written. I talk about social listening. I talk about listening. When businesses come on, they say, come to me and they say, I want to use social media for a business because they've seen, that means that they've seen that I, one of my flyers out there where I talk about, I when people say, oh, she, she um, trains people on social media. No, I train businesses on how to use social media for a business. And I tell them, don't follow me unless you follow thousands because I'm social media 24-7 all day, right? And if you only follow me, I, let me tell you, I have seen the timelines of people who only follow me and a few others, and it looks it looks obsessive, okay? Definitions may remain constant, but perceptions evolve. Exactly. So you have to listen, and you have to put put out those opportunities to listen, especially going out and networking uh, people are often, I say this all the time, people are often surprised how quiet I am in certain environments. When somebody says, that's driver's, and they always say, man, I expected you to be the life of, I'm always the life of the party. But first, I'm going to listen to make sure I'm at the right party, right? Uh, I'm going to listen to make sure, there are several people several times a day, I have to let them know you're not my customer, you know? And I have to tell them, no, don't, you don't need this book. I just like that lady. No, this might not be the shoe for you. I have to let them know. And when you buy it, somebody will come to me and say, oh, man, I just downloaded all your books. Okay, start with one. I need you to, in fact, when you start with one, each one has 27 answers. Start with one answer and then move on because they'll get overwhelmed. They'll, it's a lot of information. I, and I, in all of my books, I get straight to the point. I literally get straight to the point. So, and they, 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 they get the book and they think, Oh, well, I'm going to, you know, read. They think they're going to read all this narrative. No, it's answer. When you download it, it's here's answer number one. Here's the first thing you need to do all the way up to the 27th thing that you need to do. And the 27 tells them, okay, now go to the next and do this and do that. Call to action, right? But you cannot give a person a call to action unless you listen and make sure they need it. Not everybody needs it. Some people can listen to the podcast and go and have a wonderful life. Hey, NYC blogger just came in. What's going on? D space, D pace came in as well. So those are the things. So you have to, in order to give a call to action, you have to listen. You can't just be out there like the town crier, buy this, buy my this, buy my that, uh, follow this, you know, because it, remember how I talked, we did a conversation about altitude. Remember we were talking about, I had some things that went absolutely viral from the kitchen. The lemonade is a viral thing. Everybody knows me for lemonade. Uh, now I've got to like figure out like how to evolve this lemonade, and I'm 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 binging on a, a podcast where guys talking about 
um, subterfuge, um, centrifuge or searing and all this other kind of stuff. And, uh, and I'm listening. I'm like, wait, I'm hearing some things about this, what I could, some things I could do next with the lemon, doing the cocktails and all of that. Cause this guy owns a bar. He's doing, he's, uh, he's, he's invented this machine that they can use in a bar because they keep buying these machines from the health industry and it costs, you know, 10 times what they, they should be paying for it in a bar in order to make their money back. He was talking about um, that they added this beverage. You know, so I'm listening. I'm like, you know, because I really want to I really want to do something different with the lemonade. I want to start maybe cooking with the lemonade a little bit more. We, we did a couple of sauces um, with the lemonade. You know, so the lemonade has gone viral. But also, hell, the damn lasagna uh, went, went crazy viral. That, that homemade lasagna I did in the sauce. Uh, went viral, but we talk about maintaining the altitude. Talk about because I had no idea, but one person saw it. Literally, one person made this lasagna go insanely viral because they did something that I would not have done in my comfort zone. They shared it to a couple of the food groups, right? And I go on there and I look at it. And literally, five shares. They did five five shares on this lasagna, and to these amazing food groups. And it went viral. It got it got insane views, share likes, follows, and all of that. And I was like, wow. So all of a sudden people are liking this page. But now, you know, I've got to maintain the altitude. I don't have to go in the kitchen every day like, oh, what can I do in here that's gonna go viral? I don't want that life. That's not me. You know, I wake up trying to figure out how to get out of bed. I can't wake up all day trying to figure out, wake up every day. Like I'm a blogger. I could wake, I literally could wake up every day and call a woman a bitch. Find a woman, call her a bitch. I'm sorry for the language. Hopefully you were, had headphones on. That's, let me tell you, but that's blogging, right? Blogging is, blogging essentially is a mean girl, petty guy world, right? And it is a world that I have rebuked since day one. That's not, yeah, my timeline, I, I, there might be some things on my timeline where I have, Clearly stated the obvious, and the obvious is a trend at the time. All in fair, oh, look at that, all in fair ward. Um, but that's but that's blogging. And when I first started out, when I talk about being an award winning blogger, one thing at a time, right? When I first started out, three years in a row, I won this gossip award, right? There were, when I first started out blogging, there were three uh, people. That, uh, and I love that there are people, there are people out there who just basically create awards. I think a friend of mine had one this past weekend. He does three award shows a, a year, right? And, uh, when I first started blogging, because we were in this explosion of, of blogging, uh, there were a couple people who would do awards, kind of award recognition, um, at the end of the season year, whatever. And so for the first three years, I won the gossip award. But I'm like, I don't want the gossip award. I'm not out here trying to be, I'm not trying to further gossip. I'm not trying to talk about people like that. I was just, I had some viral things that basically stated the obvious. One of those was Serena in the, in the legendary red dress where she didn't know anything about double stick tape and her nipples were out there. Everybody, not everybody, because it really wanted was a couple of us, um, People went searching for that dress, and those who had it posted went viral. I had it posted and went viral. At the same time, I had several articles on Serena. Uh, so people were oftentimes searching for the red dress or her, her booty, her behind, 
um, and then all of her rents, right? But at the same time, I had articles about that every time she was fined, uh, a fine or uh, assessed a fine in tennis, she would match that amount with to giving uh, to charity, right? Nobody, zero people wanted to read that. And I'm like, okay, how do I change up this mindset? Because I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. I don't want to, I don't want to be known as a woman posting all this negative stuff about Serena. Not trying to be another Wendy. I wasn't exactly that during that time. Because nobody liked, nobody liked Wendy. Look at Wendy. Wendy still to this day is trying to find redemption. Look at all the trauma Wendy just went through. You know, um, we're still trying to figure out was she in a sober house or a safe house? Because the things that are coming out about her, her marriage and her relationships and her friendships, you've never heard a person say it was a true Wendy friend, you know, and, and now she's hooking back up with Charlamagne. I don't even know if that's a good thing. I'm like, now that she's going through this divorce and she's hooking back up with some of these people, I don't know if that's a good thing. I didn't want to be that, right? There are um, people I started blogging with um, that... To this day, it's like they can't go anywhere. They quote-unquote got haters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they made like a whole lot of money. There's a lot of money in this thing because, I mean, that's how the money flows, right? But I, didn't, I couldn't wake up every day and go and find something horrible or point to the bad about somebody. It doesn't feel good, y'all. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good living like that. I think, let me tell y'all, I probably have had one death threat. I was uh, called in to do a radio interview, and it was a blogger panel, and everybody was talking negative about a person. I tried to say something nice about the person. The person is actually pulled on, is on the phone. Instead of going in on everybody saying something nasty and, and vile about them, they attacked me. <laughs> Let's see. I seen a meme about her wanting her privacy to be respected. The meme responded, no, how you doing? Exactly. So the person ends, ended up attacking me, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm trying to say something nice. And they go, well, I don't know you. Right. You only, you only know your critics. You only know the people that's saying something negative about you, right? And so then they, they go in, so they go to their social media, and they keep saying, they, they feeding into this thing. People are like, well, man, you didn't even know her. What was she saying? And then they, they, they're telling her, well, wait, but her blog is so positive. You know, but she acted an ass so bad, she, she couldn't pull it back. She had to continue trying to be negative, right? Which is why, and I'm like, why? And listen, you know, hey, send all your people over here. Let them go check out the blog. I don't, you know, they kept saying, I can't believe she said that. Because she kept saying, I said this and I did this, you know. And they were like, and people kept saying, I can't believe she said that. She wouldn't say that. Her stuff is so nice and so positive, whatever. But she just kept trying to put all this stuff on there. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me just go in. Let me shut this down one good time, right? Let me just go in and shut this down, you know? And I know it's going to hurt because I know how to do that, right? So let me go in and shut this down. So I shut, I went out there and I shut it down. And I, and I didn't like myself for it, but I had to do it. Seems Wendy used the downfall of character uh, as a source for exactly but that's what i'm saying it was it's a lucrative business y'all if i wanted to i that could be my call to, my call to action today starting out today if i wanted to do that let me tell you you could do it you could do it there have been some things that i have had to post uh, simply because it was news or it was buzz um and again went went viral 
but yet doesn't because I, I I'm that person. I can't maintain that altitude because that's those are not the stories that I want to talk about all day. All day for me, I like flying at a certain altitude. I like the the traffic that positive stories get. That's enough traffic for me. It sells each and every day, each and every time. Somebody asked last night. I think I was listening. Oh, there was a um. I was listening to the sports show last night and I think Dwayne Walker was on. He was talking about the players, the college players that might have received some additional help. And he was trying to get people to understand that how dire some of the situations that these that these young athletes are coming from. And he said, man, if you you're trying to keep your your kid in these in these sports, they they're right there about to get about to get picked or this, that, and the other, and, or about to get this college opportunity. And you're, you're losing it because, you know, you just can't for you losing your home and they come to you and say, well, let, let us help you save your home. You're going to take the money to save, to keep it dwelling over your family. Right. It's like, and yeah, there are many people that will still say no and go and start over and walk away. But somebody's taking that money. That's why this thing exists. Somebody's taking those handouts. That's why every year you you see it resurface. This conversation continues to resurface because not all these kids. If you get a, you get a scholarship one or two years and you fall off, you're not getting another scholarship. You're not going back to school. Well, if you're not going back to school. Ain't no way you're making it to the pros. Now you out there doing these walk-ons trying to get with a team. And if by walk-on getting with a team, it ain't, it ain't the same money. It's a it's a re- pretty much a regular paycheck. Now you on the practice squad, you know. And this is what they this is what you know to be true. So when they come and say, here, take this ten thousand, you know, save save yourself. You save yourself. And and they and they pray that it doesn't come out, or if it does come out. Hell, is it, it when they're going into the Hall of Fame, you know? But that's why these stories are out there because the situations are that bad, right? And and some of us are just that person. We're not taking it. We not, no, I, I'll be okay, right? School them. They're like, no, I'll, I'll be okay. I, just, I can start over. I have enough to start over. I know enough to start over, right? I know how to do this thing because... The dignity, being able to hold my head up high, not having to fight off haters every day, that's a different thing. That's why I said blogging is and will forever always be a mean girl, a petty guy. And I, and I, I say mean guy, petty girl, all, mean and petty. It's mean and petty. The lucrative side to it is mean and petty. At the same time, there is, like when, when this, remember we talked about the 60, 30, 10, right? I'm not trying to get that, that 60% readership. I like my 30%. I love my 30% because I can wake up each and every day and not have to worry about yesterday. Ain't nobody knocking on the door. Ain't nobody trying to knock me off. Ain't nobody trying to run me off the road. Now, I did do a story out there about some gangsters. (laughs) Okay. But because I didn't go into it with that mean spirit or that petty spirit, I I earned the respect of the, the gangster community, right? So, you know... Or uh, even when I did the did the thing about the prisons and all those kind of things, like I am that person. I tell the story differently. Be at peace. We, that's on our list. We can go back one, two. How many pages? I'm gonna go back three, four, five. What? 
What do we do? Peace of mind, y'all. Is it six? A week? Let me see. I think there it is right there. Peace of mind. Proximity to safety. Peace of mind, Drea, is on the page where we talked about proximity to safety. <laughs> it's all about how you do things. Andrea said peace of mind. I turned back the page in the journal. Where is peace of mind? Peace of mind is on the podcast where we talked about our proximity to safety. Remember, because we came in and we talked about get, doing some of these things, associations, industry, when you got to be out in public, right? I, on this page, associations, industries, mentors, events, conferences. When you have to be out in public, you have to think about what you're exposed to, having your, your, your false insecurity, false securities, uh, safety is all about that proximity. I didn't want to be close to stories like that because it does not give you peace of mind. It makes you exposed when you're out it out in at events and it takes away your safety. Being that kind of blogger, the bloggers that I know uh, in that lane, they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe. They have when we were on that panel, one particular blogger up in there had security. I'm like, man, do we need security? You don't because I don't have those kinds of stories. I ain't talking about folk like that. Even though I was the one that walked away with the call. And the funny part about it, I said, I started this story to say that I got ended up with a death threat from that appearance. But the funny part was the guy that emailed me the death threat, he wasn't on my side. He wasn't on her side. We, she and I both had made an error in how we, how we handled that situation that we had attracted that remember we talked about the haters, they're highly attracted to errors. She and I, I don't know about her, she continues to make those errors. I made an error that day in, in being a part of that appearance. I should never have been a part of that appearance because I don't blog in the sense of the way those other bloggers do, right? <clears throat> but they had invited me simply because, and I know that's gonna sound kind of gross on the podcast. I'm sorry, I got choked there, but. They invited me because I was in contrast to the others, but I had been out. Uh, I had the experience of the, more experience of than the others. And I had, and one of the reasons I get invited into that lane by this particular person personality is because I'm not the sellout. I haven't, and, and I don't sell out. Right. And so he was inviting me into that. He didn't know that that kind of, he thought she'd go after the one, the one that's beating her down every day, but she didn't have the courage to do that. Right. She didn't want to attract their followers. She came after me. You were out of out of your comfort. I'm always in my comfort zone. I'm not going to do it if it's out of my comfort zone. Um, and I handled the situation perfectly. Right. It's just that it was an error. It was there were some errors um, that were made. You know, I might not have should have participated in that particular segment. But, you know, it ended up being and I handled it. I handled it. So, yeah, not necessarily a comfort zone. Just it was an error. It was a misjudgment uh, mistake. One Captain Kirk just came in. Good morning, one Captain Kirk. One Captain Kirk. We're pitching one Captain Kirk, y'all. I am pitching one Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk is out there. He is foraging the frontier of CBD. So for all of y'all trying to figure out how to get out of bed because you got aches and pains, you got you got uh, your anxieties, your depressions, and all those things, you just want to be in your right mind, your right body, please follow one Captain Kirk coming to Atlanta soon. 
and I have a million people that have questions for you that want to do what you do. So we need to definitely do some things together. Let me know when you get here, if you need venue, you need space, you need places to have that conversation. Uh, those associations, people who are looking at this, I met a young lady. I went to a networking, uh, when did I go to that networking? Yeah. The other day, and she was talking about CBD, and um, people's ears perked up when she said CBD, but she couldn't sell it. She couldn't. She couldn't give enough. She was one of those. I got some hidden information. Get, inbox me. Get with me. All that kind of. I know Texas is ready. Texas is ready because Texas is an industry that has a lot of pain. So, and there are a lot of things that go on there, and as as well as here, right? So, one Captain Kirk. Uh, follow him, guys. You know he's always been your motivator. He definitely uh, keeps the world fit. He definitely keeps the world fit and motivated. And now he is forging the um, industry with the CBD. So definitely follow him. And Captain Kirk, please make sure that I know that uh, you are arriving and coming to Atlanta so I can do some stuff on the ground for you here when you arrive. And also we're pitching how to get out of bed uh, to his industry. So, but just thinking about that, guys, your call to action, your comfort zone, Miss moments and listening is really all about listening at this point. It's you got to got to listen. And if I had really listened to myself, not to participate in that segment, then yeah, I wouldn't have that error wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened. But then, like I said, the guy that I got the email from, I noticed he wasn't. I, I'm thinking, okay, he don't like me. He supports her, so I responded to him with something about her. And he was like, I don't like her either. <laughs> so he, he, he didn't like either of us. You know, he gave us both the same threats, right? I was like, I was like, wait, wait, he didn't. And one of the things, this is when I started studying the whole hateration uh, generation. You know, it's like when you see them out here and they're talking about everything that they don't like, they give you no alternative of what they do like. And I get invited to the table a lot on things that are starting up and all those kind of things, boycotts, you know, like people handed me the boycott for rideshare. There's a major rideshare boycott on Wednesday after pay, after, after payday, after they're paid, after they get their direct deposits, they're turning off their apps. So if you are planning on and needing a rideshare on Wednesday, I left the paper in the car. If you need a rideshare on Wednesday, I think five to midnight, uh, there would there should be no ride share from five to midnight. Now there are gonna be a few drivers out there because the surge is gonna be off the chain, right? So people, some people are gonna jump out there trying to go ahead and make that little last of that money. But there will be a major protest. Uh, Butterscotch, welcome in. Uh, some would never look at other the other side of things, right? So I get it. I get called in. Hey, drivers, you know we're doing this kind of boycott. First of all, I never really have to boycott because I am really. Um, I, I make my decisions, especially when it comes to where and how to spend my money. Uh, I have certain criteria on my money. One, I need to make my money back. I got to reimburse myself. I don't spend a dime unless I'm going to get some kind of reimbursement on my money. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm that person come Monday. I'm like, how much did I spend this weekend? I'm going to make my money back. Right. Um, but I sell that to say, or try to remember what the hell I was saying. Let me go back to it. When I get invited to the table. And I mean tables from the higher ups, politicians, uh, organizations, leaders, right? I know all the leaders. They know all I me. Mean, you guys saw when I walked up on the politician this weekend, he stopped immediately what he was doing and fed my broadcast, right? Um, 
So when things, when, when people want to boycott and, and protest and all of that, they come to it. And I say to them, okay, well, what's the call to action? Oh, the call to action is not shop there, not buy this, don't go there, don't do this. Okay, so what's the call to action? That's, that's, that's a non-action. That, that's a stoppage. Okay, you got a stoppage, but what's the start, right? And they have nothing. Okay, so like one time the, there was a p protest. Oh, man, we're, we're not going to shop this, that, and the other. We're going to be able to save uh, $50 million in a weekend. We're going we're gonna to cause... The, we're going to cause the stoppage of $50 million. Okay, so where are we going to put that $50 million? What are we going to buy? Nothing. They don't, what do you mean? No, we, we got $50 million. We're going to spend the $50 million. You need to go back to the drawing board and tell people, because what you don't do is you don't tell people not to do something. You tell people to do something, right? So, and I did the study. I did the study. We did the study with Dryer Buzz. We had um, a study called Matching Millions. And because we had a study called Stopping Millions. And that didn't work. People don't want to be told not they can't have something. So we, we changed ours to Matching Millions. Where what we did was we would have people on Monday morning, come Monday, like I just told y'all, it's a habit for me. Look at my receipts. Go look how much did I spend this weekend? Where did I spend my money? Let me go match my money and get, pay myself that money. Let me go put that. Let me go. If I spend a couple of hundred dollars, fifty dollars, thirty dollars, whatever I spent this weekend, let me go deposit that, pay myself that. Let me get me go make that back, reimburse it if I don't have it, right? Let me figure out how to get that back, and let me put that in the bank. Because at the end of the year, I want to be. I want to. I want to have saved as much as I have spent. And for the most of us who work on, on in certain incomes, it comes in, it goes right out. It's gone. How many of you got stuff set up on automatic payment, right? Do we invest in somewhere that will help? And most of the time, those who, who ask us not to do something or those who will say, and this is our, this is our exercise for the day. You know, with each of these, as I look at the clock and see where we are on time, we're getting ready to be right at an hour. So here's our exercise for the day. We're going to get ready to stop. Be mindful today of where you're putting, not necessarily your, your money, but when you say you don't like something, can you match with what you like? Right. Cause you can walk around all day. Remember I talked about Patty Betty when, when she went through this phase. I hate this. I hate that. I hate this. I hate that. And I would always say, well, what do you like? Where do you see the error? You hate that. Show me the error. Because some, sometimes, and I tell you all the time, hate, hate is it's legitimate. If you can clearly point out the error, it's, 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 it's legitimate. It's, it's legitimate that I dislike this. It's legitimate that I don't partake in that. It's legitimate that I don't do this task or that. I don't like doing that. Okay, so what do you like? Because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna balance this thing out. So when people, if you're going to tell people to boycott, uh, not boycott, well, if you're going to tell the drivers not, what? Well, there's a, there's a, is it a boycott? It's a strike, basically a strike, right? Um, so that's what, that's a little bit different because you don't want them to, we don't want to tell them about the alternative, like go back to taking cabs or public transportation, right? You don't want to tell them to do that because they might find out that, that those things might be a little bit, well, they certainly not going to be better. They certainly not, not going to be more convenient. They're going to realize, yeah. So if you tell them, go try and take public transportation, right? For whatever, however you need to be transported, come Wednesday at 5 p.m., um, 
Go try and find another transportation. Go get on the scooter and, and or, or go get on the bike. Go take a cab. Go try and find a cab in some of these cities. Atlanta is one of those cities you can't find a cab. You're going to call it. They're going to take 30, 40 minutes to get there. And then they're going to, you know, it, there's a reason you're not taking cabs now. Go try and get on the bus and realize that your, your little five-minute ride now becomes a two-hour trip, right? If not four, you got to, you want to go somewhere that takes five minutes. You got to go take two buses and a train, two trains right in Atlanta. This is the experience in Atlanta, right? Not only that, you got to leave two, three hours earlier, you know, and then you're going to sit the value of it because the purpose of a strike is you want, you want the person, the entity you're striking against to immediately see it, but you also want to put pressure on those who utilize the system say, listen, I am willing to sacrifice more in order to have this. And it, and it becomes a sacrifice. But most people don't even know because what, what you don't know is the price in, in everything, the price that you're paying and the, what people are earning is always different. It's always different. But Rideshare started with the business model as there's just there's a price and that price is split based on a ratio of basically when you came into the system, those who came on very early on, they have, they get paid a higher percentage, right? The percentage breakdown changes just like, you know, and everything you have to sacrifice something for something, right? It, 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 somebody come, somebody coming into ride share. Now their ratio, their breakdown is a little bit, is totally different than the person who started at the beginning, right? I participated in the economy for three years, right? I can go get in my car. If, like right now it's come Monday. I'm like, okay, I need to reimburse. And then I got these invoices and I'm coming in to X money. I'm going to go, I'm going to get in my car, turn my sign on. Right. And I came into it three years ago. So my ratio, so when somebody tells me they're not making like, wait, you only making that on the ride. Well, they just started a couple of months ago. So their ratio is totally different. Plus now there's taxes. Some places are adding on taxes and fees and assessments and all those kinds of things. So what the rider is paying used to be a rider said they was paying X amount. That's how much was hitting the system. You can see it. You got your percent and the, the app got there. The, the company got their percent, right? And it's totally different right now. And I business model. Listen, if that's your business model and you've, you made it plain and clear and somebody still gives you the permission to participate in it, then that's the business model. So, but I'm not going to tell them not to strike because I'm like, if somebody is, is saying, hey, we could ask for more, we could ask for better. I'm like, hey, more power to you. Let's do this, right? I'm, I'm going to always support. I remember when Scandal first came out and the first season and a half of Scandal was absolutely amazing. You know, brilliant black female representative. But I'm like, wait a minute. She's the only black person on the show, right? And then, then the next part of the season, she was getting raped in the closet. And I'm like, uh, no, you know, it was okay when they had this hidden chemistry, you know, it's two people can be naturally attracted to each other that should never have nothing to do with one another. But I'm like, no, he just snatched her in the closet, pulled her uh, underwear off and, and took it <laughs> in this closet. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, in the workplace, that is never anything to be condoned. 
And I don't, I don't know if she gave Cliff permission for that to happen. No, she didn't scream. No, she didn't go running. But that's not how I'm not. I'm not trying to sit and watch that happen to a black female on my television screen in prime time. I think we can do better, right? So I'm like, uh, we're gonna stop watching Scandal. We're gonna not. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna communicate. First of all, I didn't say that we're gonna stop watching. I said we're gonna communicate some things to the writers. And to Shonda Rhimes and to the network that, no, this is not what we want to see. And then things, right, it, it triggered a whole hell of a lot in me. That shit triggered every damn thing, okay? I was like, no, that's not entertainment, okay? That's not something we want young women. You don't want that kind of relationship. That's not a relationship. That's not a, I don't care if his wife don't want to say nothing because she want. listen, you said this was going to be a TV show about the power makers in D.C. This crossed the line for me. So now you can tell me, okay, don't watch it. Or you can say, oh, the audience wants something better. Okay, well, let's just say this right now. The show is not on the air. Okay, it had to end because it started doing a whole lot of stuff that started triggering a whole lot of things for people and viewership became a problem. Now, they might have said, they can come out and say, oh, we know it was only for a limited time. Uh, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of drama. There's drama, there's drama TV shows that have been out there forever. This could have been a forever show. It could have been a forever show. It's about, I mean, you don't think they would be getting amazing ratings right now? Because if you think about it, that president in Scandal was a Republican. Okay? He was a Republican. They could be taking a whole lot of credit now for Trump. Right? But they, but they changed up. They started, it's like the black woman, you know, she just became, like every, everybody was just beating up on her. It's like, no, we ain't tuning in for that. We're not tuning in. And, and I said, my daughters and women I know, and that's something I had to blog about. No, we're not tuning in for that. Yeah, I got a lot of pushback because they was like, well, wait, why are you giving pushback on the show? You know, sometimes we have, no, we don't. We don't ever have to endure any damn thing in order to get something else. That's not how this works. My, one of my greatest friends tell me respect is not retroactive. You start out with respect. You, you don't gain it later on after you let somebody abuse you. No. You walk away. And, and I'm like, no, I'm not. People are like, you watch the scandal? No, I'm not. And I used to host scandal parties. Okay? I used to host a citywide freaking scandal party. I was like, drivers, we having a scandal party? No, we're not having no scandal party. I'm not inviting y'all somewhere to come and sit and watch this woman go through this. No. <laughs> right. And then you go and hire. Okay, I'm like, no, it's, it's like, first of all, she's the only black woman on the show. So then you go and hire a second black woman. Oh, we're going to hire a black woman to play her mother, but they're going to be in exile. She's going to be crazy trying to kill everybody. No, thank you. That's not how this works. Oh, so we're going to hire a black man. But they're going to be her father. They're not going to have the best of relationship, you know, and he's going to represent this. No, that's not how this works. Yeah, now we love Papa Pope for how he was ruling and running, um, how he's ruling and running D.C. and all these departments and all this kind of stuff. But no, we don't like the relationship that he has with his daughter, okay, that he is compromising her safety. No, we do not sit down and entertain ourselves with that, right? Okay, so we're going to hire some more black people. Okay, listen, do you even know how to hire? Do you know, basically, do you know how to write? Like, 
Okay, because the other black guy you hire, he's he's out there having to disprove the the theories and the and the rumors that he's abusive. He's out there getting arrested, and everybody's loving him on the show. But this all this we we you mean to tell me even in fiction, in utter fiction, where you get to write what it can be, this is what you write? No, bye, goodbye, goodbye. I'm done. I'm done with ABC. And I understand that that's, you know, it's like, oh, but she's very successful. We all can be if we did that. We all could be. And let me just say this to you. Only within the last 24 months, I went there, two years, I think it is, only within the last two years and only by sheer protest did her lead character on her top show start earning the income of what she is almost worth. Only within the last two years of her longest running, Shonda Rhimes, ABC's longest running top rated show, did the lead character for which the show is named, did she begin earning almost what she is worth? She is still six out of the top spot of people paid more for doing what they do, and we don't even know who the hell they are. So stop blocking people for asking for more. They wanted everyone to stop watching reruns of the Cosby but wanted us to watch the Ratchetness. Exactly. The lead character, the character Grey's on Grey's Anatomy, female with the longest running show, named show, okay? For, the show is named for her character only within the last two years. By sheer protest, did she start earning almost what she's worth because they would never pay a woman what she's worth. And she is number six out of the top spot. Got the top show, got the longest running on that network, right? Okay. Name show, but she's still not earning what she's worth. She's earning where negotiations stalled. Okay. That made her the, 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 I think she's the top earning female, but what is it to be the top earning female when we know that they are still making less than males for even doing more, right? Name a male on that network with, I mean, even the men on the show with her. The show ain't named after their character. The show doesn't revolve around their character. It revolves around being in relationship with her character. And she's still six out of the, six out of the top spot, okay? So when, when I'm over here talking about, I'm, I'm demanding more for the new show, and people are telling me, well, just be quiet. Just don't watch it. And okay, I'm, I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to watch it. And, but you're mad only because I'm asking for better. Why can't her entire family rule D.C.? Why can't she have, why did her mom have to be crazy? Why does her dad have to be mean and abusive and jeopardize her, friend, her, her, her safety? Right? Why, why are we gravitating to these these? Moment, these fleeting moments in this show. Why isn't that the full on? If if the moment, the fleeting moments go viral, why can't that be the whole entire altitude of the show? Why you gotta wait 
oh, is is Pop is the Papa Pope in this episode? Why are they only getting three and four episodes at a time? Why have, why aren't they getting a ten year contract, a five year a five year contract? Why they gotta stop and go make some more shows? Stop and make some more shows? Stop and make some more shows? Because they knew any minute all these errors that they were making. Hey, Zakir, is Ringo? They knew at any moment all these errors that they were gonna make it. It was gonna ruin this thing. And they were just going to have to stop. And now there's been a full-on stoppage and the show's not out there. And uh, Carrie watched it. People were like, well, where's Carrie? Well, Carrie's right now doing a show on Broadway. She's, she's in a show on Broadway doing what she loves. The negative thing's not positive. Afternoon lady, Laura Womack is coming in. Womack is out on the West Coast. Y'all, we are well over, seven minutes over. Uh, but just trying to wrap this thing up. Ex- establishing perceptions of our culture as has always been the case model. Let me tell you, Mistral, that Mistral argument, people always say, man, please go see the movie. Please go see the movie so it can have good weekend box office. Let me tell you, Hollywood for a full-on century knows the content and, and how to get us in the theater. Uh, we've been having that Mistral conversation. There are a couple of great theater, theater I will tell you, don't go, don't go to the history books. Don't go Google. Don't go try to look for it online. Go to the theater. Go out there and find you a show. There's a wonderful show out there, um, and, and it's moving about. It was here in Atlanta, and it was a show about a meeting between Muhammad Ali and Step and Fetch It, or the character that plays Step and Fetch It. Somebody type his name in there. And uh, let me tell you, Step and Fetch It, Red Fox, and others who had to play these kind of extreme characters on 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 in movies and on film and television they literally uh had broken hearts in real life because of having to do those because they could not separate what was on screen and the black masculinity uh which is a conversation right now go and check your city for this net conversations that are centered around black masculinity. We have an exhibit that's here in Atlanta. Uh, I did a, uh, I did a couple of videos on it. Um, I got, I'm sorry, my back is itching y'all. I did a couple of, um, videos on this conversation and it's an ongoing conversation. I think it's supposed to end in May. I think they extended it to May or less. It might've ended in April, but black masculinity goes back to that. And here I'm thinking about, you know, black femininity, you know, black femininity is a thing. And so that was my, that was my issue with scandal and others. Um, but stepping fast from, from, from Paul Robeson, who was Paul Robeson, y'all is, is one of my idols for manhood. Um, Paul Robeson, his father was an escaped slave. His father escaped slavery. I'm going to say he was because he wasn't a slave. He escaped slavery. He escaped from slavery in one generation, in one generation, in his son, his son was a top scholar, was an attorney, even though there were laws in this country that prohibited him from practicing law in front of a judge. But everybody, he worked for a firm Everybody who went before that judge went with the, the legal documents that he, cra- he crafted, that he drafted, right? I, I saw Hammond's house uh, had the exhibit, think it was extended. Yes, because they added a layer of conversations, um, and they found a guy to narrate, and I was trying to go, and I think I missed it. Uh, they found some really good na- people to narrate. Paul Robeson was a real man. Uh, although those shows have more black characters, white writers to perpetuate. But, and don't, listen, uh, Ice, don't sleep on facts. Some of those have black writers. 
right? But you, the, the onus on them is they have to write what sells. I learned that when I got into photography, when I, before I started blogging or when I started blogging, myself and my dad, we were the photographers. I had to go out and get my own pictures. So getting on that line with other photographers, professional photographers, photographers who had to, at the, at the beginning of the day, because I don't like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're done. At the beginning of the day, had to sell those photos. And I would notice what photos they would take. I would notice, um, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I'm the only one going up for everybody. I'm the only one. Because, you know, you go and sit down and you stand off to the side. And when, when so, there was a particular a music event came. It was a music award show. And I noticed how they were framing their photos. And, and then I, I started each Monday, come Monday, I would check various publications that I knew that those photographers sold their photos to. And I would check those publications to see which of their photos, because I know we took some of the same shots. So I would check to see which of their photos sold, which of their photos ran, how many of their photos ran. So whereas they could publish one or two or three, or even if it was a photo gallery, five, you know, Hell, I'd go publish a hundred photos. I know the certain photos they did particular crops. I'd go, oh, they cropped such and such out. I'm gonna go post a photo and put such and such back in where they cropped out all the black people. Cause when they would post about the event, I'm like, damn, you can't even tell there was a black person at the event. You can't even tell there was a black person on stage. Damn, a black person hosted the thing and they didn't even post anything about them, right? Hell, a black company sponsored the thing. They got no covers. And that's how I ended up getting put in the black blogger box, right? Because I was trying to level the playing field, right? But then I had to become the advocate for for the black content because they they were it was ending up on the cutting room floor in the trash uh, on a on a SIM card somewhere. And those in only time I would see the photos that they did take of black people was when something bad happened. I'm like, oh, they just taking file photos. They take particular headshots because especially other rappers, because you know he's gonna get arrested, and then they could sell that photo. And I'm like, man, that's how this that's how media works. It's all about manipulating emotion. Now I didn't fault the photographers because that was their livelihood, right? You know, they had to sell what they had they had to sell what sells. And that's even today. I don't fault the bloggers who do the negative blogging because that's their livelihood. That's how they make their money. I choose to make my money another way, right? I monetize what I'm doing, but I, I'm, okay with, I'm okay not having that 60%. I'm okay with the 30%. Yeah, I'd love to be having the 90%, but no, no, I don't. Because you don't wake up good. I don't wake up like, I don't wake up like that, right? So I'm like, hey, 30%, 30%, I get, I'm at the right altitude. I got the longevity, you know, I can go, I can show up any and everywhere. I don't have to worry about anybody trying to off me, you know, attack me. I can walk into a room. I ain't got to worry about somebody throwing a drink on me, drag, pulling, trying to pull out my weave and all that kind of stuff. Right. When I, when I come around, people be, they try to get on, they become, get on their best behavior. Right. People capitalize on social orientation. Many people don't realize the process of social orientation. Uh, ISIS saying on the scope. Right. So those are the kind of things. Call to action. Call to action. Uh, I know we got a, some more people cycling in, but we got to get ready to get out of here. So 
our our antidote for getting out of bed today was you you get out of bed because you get to go and direct a new call to action. You get to go and direct a new call to action. You get you got a blank page. You get to start you get to start or start again, reset or continue what works. You get a day you get to continue what works. Um your comfort zone. Stop saying you need to get out of your comfort zone and start bringing what you want into your comfort zone. You know, it's if it why you why do you find that you need to keep resorting to your comfort zone or retracting to your comfort zone? Why is that? Why is going back into your comfort zone? Why do you have to go back into your comfort zone? Why is it a regression that puts you back in your comfort zone? Right? Nobody better not cap you. <laughs> you know, um, stop missing moments. You know, stop missing their moments. When you when I can wake up today knowing that I fully indulged all my moments yesterday. Right? I'm I'm fulfilling i'm getting rid of that fear that fomo fear of missing out and fear of going out i'm going out i'm not trying to miss any moments when i went to this weekend when i went to the fulton county family fun day you know i'm glad i'm sitting here and the content that they have i have part of that content right that they have to come to me going over to the barbecue place the 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 grill master woke up this morning uh, he, he says, Hey, listen, uh, the photos, the video that you took yesterday, can you tag with like, your tag? Go find them. They're out there, right? People were able to count on me. I love that. That's the, that's when somebody says, how do you know dryer bus? What do you know about dryer bus? You can count on dryer bus. You can count on Yolanda. That's what I want to be said. Right. Um, and listen, listen, stop for a moment before I come on this podcast, I stop and I just listen. I listen for things said and unsaid. I listen for what it is, the topics. What do we need to talk about today? I push that button and we just start having conversations. And at the end of the day, on that blank, we fill the blank page up, right? So think about it. I want you to listen today. And uh, we were talking about haters. You know, if you find yourself saying you hate something, I want you to point out the error. And if you made the error, I want you to fix the error. If somebody else is, is making the errors and, and it's all a part of your life, you got to figure out how to fix that, y'all. You got to fix it. You cannot keep making the same errors because you're going to keep saying, I'm back in my comfort zone. Listen, your comfort zone should be far and wide. Your comfort zone should move right along with you. You know, I talk about my confidence corner where I go in and I love, I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy was talking about how we have to wear all this black, right? And uh, he was talking about his industry, they have to wear all this black. And uh, he was just talking about, man, he wish he could wear something else. And we talked about that. I have to wear black and black and white all the time. So I got a lot of black and black and white. Uh, and but I changed clothes the other day. My daughter was like, did you just change from black to black and white? And from, you know, it's like, that's all I could wear in this business, right? Um, but expand your comfort zone, guys. Don't just have to rush off to your comfort zone because of things that are going on in the world. Bring some of that out into the world and, and, and never miss those moments and be sure to listen. That's your call to action. Um, and just make a note of that. Make a note. Be cognizant of things that you are saying and things that you are doing um, for the rest of the day. And then we'll start this thing over tomorrow. The media struggles uh, to continue to normalize past society orientation. Thanks for changing it. Uh, if you, that was ice drill says, if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. No, nope. no nope, drill. That's not how haters work. That's not how haters work. Haters are only attracted to errors. Haters are people who are doing it right. They don't have haters. You never see a person 
that's doing something absolutely awesome and amazing talk about they got haters. Never. In fact, I want you to I want you to note that today. I want you to pay particular attention, right? That person, if a person has to say something about a hater, they got a hater, they made an error. Go back to when I was talking about I went on that radio show that made that appearance with those other bloggers and ended up, I made an error and I had, hey, look, let me go fix this error. Let me go shut this down. When I fixed that error, they went on to the next thing. They went on to, they went on, went back to her and said, well, yeah, you might have behaved badly in that moment because we went and we went like, we went to go crash our site and it was all positive. <laughs> Right. We went, we done email her death threats and it's like she came back with something nice. <laughs> you know, I'm about to follow. Her. I'm not even going to follow you no more. I'm going to follow her. Right. There are people that come up to me right now that don't tell me that. Right. Because that person is out there right now still making those same errors. Right. And I'm out here right now still doing the positive things that I'm doing. So just and I'm going to tell you, it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. Right. Go and watch. Go, in fact, go out there and look at and just do put the haters in there. There's enough hash, hater hashtags out there, and you will easily spot the error that that person made. Easily spot um, the error. So, you know, and, and and I mean, just and just think about that. All right, all right, y'all. We are 19 over on the podcast, so we got a little bit of a bonus podcast for you. Uh, the conversation doesn't stop when I hit. Thanks so much for inviting 101 people, Butcher TV, and inviting followers. Um, if you want more of these on the platform that you are on right now, there's more. If this was not your call to action today, uh, the podcast before this, we talked about how to slow down. And stop avoiding mistakes. You may be moving too fast. Uh, how to find your focus. Snap out of it and get back on track. Thank you, Butcher. Uh, the day before the podcast, before that, we talked about how to stay ready. What is ready? What does it mean to be ready? What does it mean to be on the go? Uh, we talked about how much your time, how much time. We talked about planning, being prepared, receptive. And also, we ended that one talking about listening Right, you want an opportunity, you gotta listen. Y'all keep smelling barbecue. Something in my room has got that barbecue on it. I keep getting a whiff of the barbecue. I gotta go do laundry. Cause I was with the barbecue grill master yesterday and I keep getting a whiff of the barbecue. <laughs> I think my phone smells like barbecue from being inside the grill. We took you actually yeah, I think it's my phone. We took you actually inside the grill master's grill yesterday. Go out there and uh check that out. That video is out there. Uh, if you want to see the best barbecue ever, uh, we talked about one of my favorites this past week was believe and behave we believe in something, but behave accordingly. It's not enough to believe in it. You got to have certain behaviors. We talked about belonging us. We guilt. We talked about guilt being mindful, extreme. We talked about where people are witnessing, right? My new scent, right? Uh, we talked about blessings. You know, you get those blessings based on how you behave. Another one was my favorite that really spoke to me was how we are wired. You know, there are certain people we want in our lives, but they just wired differently. And you're trying to decide, do I need them in my life? Well, it's okay that they satisfy certain parts of you. But when you understand how people are wired, you know, I can't go to them with everything. I can't go to them about this, that, the other. But they 
support this or they're good for that. You know, there are times when I shut all this down. I have people that don't want to talk nothing about blog. They don't want to talk nothing about social media. And if I want to ever get away from it, which I never do, I'll go hang out with them. I saw Vern come in. Eco came back in, right? So we talked about being wired, how to, uh, we talked about rewiring ourselves, uh, reorienting as, as I share with us, uh, rethink, rewire, recycle. And we talked about a renaissance. When you rewire yourself, you're going to experience a renaissance. Super hearts. You guys, let me tell you, we talked about protests. There is a super hard protest going on. Um, simply because apparently the company is not doing what they're supposed to do with the super hearts. So if you are on Periscope and sharing super hearts, um, they're asking some of the leaders or asking us not to encourage super hearts. So thank you, uh, though, for the super heart. But I'll never see whatever the residual is on that super heart because apparently if if I'm getting a super heart, if they're getting super hearts, some of our top leading broadcasters are getting super hearts and never seeing anything. Imagine I'll never see it. Um, if you would like to become a supporter, because I know in order to do a super heart, you're dipping into your PayPal. But if you'd like to become a supporter, you can go to my profile. I am in the middle of raising funds to pitch um, the kitchen episodes and how to get out of bed episodes. You can swipe to our crowdfund. Uh, we're doing a crowdfund on GoFundMe. If you love the content, and you want to help us grow the content uh, and sustain, we have an ongoing sustainable fund going on right now. And more than that, um, you can also advertise with us uh, as our podcast goes out everywhere. Oh, okay. I definitely want to support. Yes. Swipe to, uh-oh, Nessie NYC just gave a super heart. No super hearts. Uh, Zakia will explain about, Zakia just came back in. She'll, she'll explain about the super hearts. And I know Zakia gets many of super hearts. And if she's not with her millions of hearts, not seeing the residuals from the super hearts, she will understand. I don't understand super heart contributions. Some get paid in some ways and others. Right. So all I know is they've said don't encourage super hearts. Um, so we have an ongoing sustainable crowdfund that we do each uh, summer season. And you, if you make a contribution over there we have uh, a supporter that is matching all of those contributions they are matching all of those contributions our first match uh came in from marietta's theater in the square we just uh supported in exchange supported um one of their productions so in in exchange for our time being able to take over our timeline they are matching those so please go to the link in the profile, I'm talking particularly to you guys on Periscope. You swipe to the profile, you'll see that link. It's a toss-up. Most people would never receive the benefits of those super hearts. 420 just came in, and you guys, I see that uh, you guys have invited followers, so I'm just going to reiterate just to introduce what you are in. Just jumped in so that we can get ready to get out of here and turn this into a podcast. No problem. Okay, so... This is a podcast. It's called How to Get Out of Bed. And I'll put the other, let me see. Let me bring that up a little bit larger so you guys can can see it there. I think I got it. There we go. It's called How to Get Out of Bed. And this is a conversation where we figure out and clarify, get some clarity of our day. How are we going to start today? What do we want from our day? And we start, we grab a journal. We start with a blank page. And in that blank page, uh, I need to check my battery over there, which will get low. In that blank page, we start with 
um, an antidote, an antidote for how we want to start today. And we just kind of journal. We journal through uh, a topic. We journal through topics, and we have the conversation within the within the video, right? Within the audio, and we some people subscribe to a calendar instead of a journal. If you, if you, if it's Monday for you, as we're recording this and you subscribe to a seven day week, you know, use your calendar. If you don't subscribe to a calendar, like I subscribe to a nine day cycle, as opposed to a seven day week, like this is one of my nine days. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is day seven of my nine day. So now that means the next two days are my chill days, right? Or I subscribe to where, okay, I can't be productive today. And I, in my nine day cycle, I get three days to just burn. Like, okay, I have three days I can burn through, right? I can make this up. Meaning that that gives me six good old productive days, right? Because that's how I'm wired. I am wired that I'm good for six days in a row, maybe, or I'm good for, I'm good this day. I'm down the next good down, good down. And I, and I put those three days in there. It's, it's all about how you're wired. So we come on here to try to figure out how are we wired. That's what we talk about. And how we are wired is how we get out of bed. Well, I need a day to deal with my anxiety. You know, I'm, I'm anticipating some things. I'm too far off in the future. I got to bring myself back. I need, a, I need a day to deal with depression. I've been through some trauma. That causes depression. So when I start to feel that weight coming back, I got I to gotta stop what I'm doing and deal with that. So that I can be continue to be productive, right? I've been through some things on this side of life. I got a lot of hindsight. I love sharing that hindsight so that others can use it as foresight. Because there's some of the things that we're going to talk about that you are never going to understand until you go through it. But when you get there, I want you to be able to say, wait, this is what they were talking about. Let me go and see. Like, I'm able to handle my trauma differently right now because prior to getting here, I'm, I was like, let me go talk to some folk. And see what their hindsight is. And they say, hey, listen, it's going to feel like this. You're going to have to do this. You might have to walk away from this. If you're going to make that decision, here's what it looks like. If you're going to do this, here's what it feels like, right? And talking to them, I'm like, well, and people are like, man, you are coming through this thing with flying colors. I'm just two years into this aftermath. I run into people that are 10 years into the aftermath and it still feels like they still can end up right back in it just by the mere mention of it, right? You know, you know how when somebody comes up to you, especially someone you love, and they go, "How you doing? You all right?" And then all of a sudden, you're not doing good. You're not all right. You need to talk. You need to release. You need to cry. You know, uh, your mom used to say, "You okay?" And you're like, "No, mommy." You know, all of that, right? It's like I'm not so. That's what this is. It's just basically a support system. And I had to create the support system because I work with individuals every day who come to me and say, Drybus, how do I create buzz? And I, I, I oftentimes have to tell them they're not ready. Because when you go viral, when you do create buzz, when you realize that you are buzzworthy, you have an amazing story, you got to go public. And a lot of them are just not ready. And I have to, we have to talk about, as I get my battery warning, we have to talk about how they got out of bed. We have to dial it all the way back. How did you get out of bed? What's going on when you put your head at the end of the day, that the beginning of your days are starting out with doubt? What's going on that the beginning of your day is starting out and you don't have your confidence? What's going on that you're not, 
you're not making the right decisions. You're making errors. So you're surrounding yourself with haters, you know, because that's a lot. Well, what if people get mad? Well, why have you given people permission in your life that they can, that they feel that they can get mad? You know, um, and I have to let them know, first of all, they're not getting mad. You're disappointing yourself because you are lowered your own standards. You're not meeting your own standards. Those are the only standards you can meet in any given day, right? Um, you don't want to post. I don't want to post that on social media. Well, who is it you've given permission to on your social media that you are quote unquote calling friends that you can't be honest about who you are and what's going on in your life? Well, I, I, I'll go post it over here. No, you're going to go shut that down. Because you don't have to be friends. You don't have to be. Listen, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, everybody out in Silicon Valley, they are getting ready to snatch away your friends list. Because they have realized that you are not. They can't make money off of you and your friends. Because you can't be your true self based on how you have curated your friends list. You think my friends are not supportive. They're not showing your stuff to your friends. Because they already know more than you who that friend is. They can see that that friend is going on your timeline and then going over to their inbox and talking about you. They going on their personal page. Man, you see what, so, and they go, they try to, they try to talk in code. People kill me when they do this, that, and the other. You're like, well, wait, I just did that. Because they don't even know uh, algorithms work in such a way. If you come on my page and scroll half the shit on my page and then go say something about me on your page, Facebook is going to show it to me because you don't establish that kind of connection. And now I'm looking at your post like, oh, wait, are you saying that? I'm like, unfollow, unfriend, hide, block. Guess what? You won't see no more. Permission denied. Right? You won't see it no more. It's all about money. And you better understand that's their business model. I told you this two years ago. When Mark Zuckerberg invited group leaders to Facebook and told them how he is going to manipulate groups where he can benefit, his, his investors can benefit, as well as group leaders can benefit. I then told you how, as a group leader, that here's how you need to benefit and what you need to do over the next two years as they roll this thing out. And I did a video and I, and the video is called Facebook groups are the new nonprofit. If you have a Facebook group, you are able to ascertain the kind of data that things are, entities are out here getting funding for, for data. You are able to ascertain the, so much data from people who are members of your group. That's why they have got, they created a group timeline y'all. You don't have to spend time in your friend's timeline. You now at the bottom of your screen, if you updated your Facebook, you have your personal timeline with your friends who you really don't want to have nothing to do. You don't even really like them, but you like having that count. Anybody, anybody count how many friends you got on Facebook? That ain't even nothing you can monetize. Uh, I've noticed more group ads and invites. Exactly. Because now there is a group timeline and you can hit that group timeline and you can see better the, the posts in the groups, in all the groups. So now you don't have to, you don't have to go into this group and hang out or go into that group. There's a group timeline for which you can see all the group posts. So if you're not posting in, and this is not a Facebook thing, I need to stop right now. But if you go into the, you start posting, it's, it's going to be seen more. I posted a, a post yesterday, instantly got a thousand views, two views on my, on my, on my paid personal page, right? Two. One, two, right? 
uh, on uh, two views on my personal profile, maybe 10 or 15 reach on my biz on the business on the page for the kitchen. Right. But in the group, a thousand views and shares. Right. So you always have to know what the platform like right now. Periscope is focusing on this audio feature. Use it because now when I finish, all I have to do is detach the audio. I can then go and upload it to the podcast platform. I don't like when people just add you to groups. Mm. If you have your notifications turned on, then yeah, that's a problem. Then yeah, that's a problem. And I know I've been added. Well, I've been added to groups. I don't like when all of a sudden I start getting a group chat in my inbox. But again, those are the new business models. Business models for that platform is groups and inbox DMs. Group group and DMs. So you know. So hopefully y'all have hit that share button and shared this in your groups. And share this in the, your DMs, hopefully. And you'll notice you're going to see more of that uh, when you're sharing content. The DM option is going to be more prevalent than basically putting it on your page. Uh, you find any groups that are biz only friendly. There are a number, there are a number of groups now um, that have always been biz owner friendly, but now they're going to get more visibility, right? And one of the issues with that is that a lot of people created closed groups um, that they can't now open because the people who subscribe to those groups based on the fact that they were that they are closed. So what the problem with that is that a person may share something in a group and you may want to share it widely, um, but you can't because you can't share from a group. Then you go to that person's page and it's not on their page. And so therefore, so if you are a business owner and you are sharing content about your products and things like that in a group, you're going to have to share it to the multiple to multiple groups because they aren't allowed to share from a group. Okay. Unless what, unless you put it on your page, this is how you can do that. Instead of sharing it as an organic post within the group, Share it on your on your page, on your business page, or on your personal profile if your profile is public. Share it then to the group. That way, if a person wants to share it from the group, they can click through to the post. And most people who, who are true, true about sharing, they will go through those steps and, and go to that post and then share it. Okay? So definitely take it, take advantage of, of that and put that in your, one of the things that I have to do today, because I am, I am doing multiple things is I've really got to sit down and work out my workflow because as remember at last week, now today is Monday and last week I was making all kinds of errors, um, having to start and restart, stop and restart my broadcast because I was, wasn't focused. I was making errors. I was moving, moving too fast, trying to put it everywhere. And I'm like, no, you know what? It doesn't need to be everywhere. It only needs to be one of two places really. And so I'm going to have, I'm going to put it one place. I'm going to have that alternative place in case I have problems on that place, you know? So I had to work on that work for, I even went into Zakia's DM like, Zakia, I can't do it. Zakia was like, you got to do it. You got to, I'm like, I can't do it. It's taking me, it's taking too much, you know, cause I'm just that person, you know, I want to, I, I like having a focus on stuff. Right. And so I really had to figure out the, well, here's what the workflow is. 
You can't, you can't, you you can multi-stream, but I had to, I had to put it in a language that I remember we talked about this the other day. I, I had to get to a point where I can understand why I am multi-streaming and I'm multi-streaming because certain people have said that they have problems on one particular platform based on the device that they use. So the Kindle is in the building. So therefore I had to have an alternative look. We talked about that. We talked about the strike that's coming up with Rideshare. We talked about that. We talked about the boycotting. You know, there's some call to action this week about boycotting. And we said that a lot of times when people tell us to boycott one thing, they never have an alternative. Okay, you want me to stop doing this, but what should I start doing? If I'm going to not spend money over here, where should I spend the money? Because I still have the need. And people don't want to be told to deprive themselves. They don't want to be told to go without, right? I'm still going to need transportation. So um, you, want, you want to tell people, if you're going to tell people don't take ride share, tell them, go try and take public transportation. Because that one moment of trying to take public transportation, they're going to rush back to ride share. So when you turn your app back on, as you turn your app off and turn your app back on, it, people are going to flood the system. People are going to appreciate. They, they, the hope is... Okay, because we don't know it to be fact yet, but the hope is that people will realize what a convenience this is and how much it is such a part of our economy right now that they understand the value of it. So much knowledge in one street. I know and know it's so much coming through, but that's the call to action. Like if I tell y'all, let me tell y'all, let me, can I, can I rag on Zakia for a minute? Cause I'm pitching, I'm pitching the kitchen I'm pitching uh, the podcast to Zakia as well. Hoping that Zakia will also become uh, one of our future sponsors. And I'm pretty sure she will. Uh, And plus she has, Zakia has already has uh, things in place that I can monetize the podcast with uh, natural soap by Zakia. So I don't even have to pitch to her. But let me tell y'all, Zakia has a soap that you stay, how, how am I able to wake up in the morning and podcast? Because I use natural soap by Zakia, y'all. I stay cleaner longer. I know it's not on her, it's, but y'all, let me tell you, I literally do. I literally do. And I, I usually order because when I order my soap from Zakia, before the box makes it from the uh, mailbox to me, uh, my daughters have already ransacked the box. They know I got it. They, they've already picked what bar. So we can't decide on, we can't decide on a bar of soap. So we always get two of the sample kits and in the two, in the sample kit, I think you get what four bars of a variety. You get four, four variety soaps, right? So I always get two of the samples. So I get eight bars of soap and they're, they're kind of like your travel size because we, we travel a lot during the summer. We're here and there and so forth. And my son's traveling all this kind of stuff. But I love the sample size because as we watch her make the soap, I'm like, I want to try that one. And I want to try that one. I want to try that one. You know, so I always order to uh, the sample size and I just opened the last one. I got it. I'm still trying to figure out the activated charcoal because I was listening to a podcast yesterday where the guy was talking about we need to have activated charcoal uh, in the house. We need to be breathing through some of this activated. We need to be filtering with some filtering the ventilating and filtering with some activated charcoal. But the only place I've heard about the activated charcoal was through Zakia and herself, right? So I think I have an activated charcoal left, which I literally just want to use for my face. And I opened my last bar of the triple butter blend. Now, I was never the triple butter blend person because I love fragrance, right? But what I found out with the triple butter blend is 
my my favorite perfume in that I am getting out of the shower without a fragrance and just absolutely clean. My I'm enjoying my perfumes, which my daughter, my other daughter buys me all these perfumes. I'm like, man, I love my perfume. Well, see, I'm usually showering with the luscious lemon or the peppermint, right, which are very strong fragrances, right? So when I go to put on my perfume, I'm not enjoying my perfume as much. But with the triple butter blend, because it's just simply, and then I noticed the triple butter blend lathers more than the rest of the soap. I'm like, whoa, look at this lather, okay? And then I could use the triple butter blend from head to toe. I know she's like, you don't have to stop because you got the color in your hair, but I use a triple butter blend. I put a little bit in my hair, get my shampoo going, and then I bathe with it, and let me tell you, and then I get out. Let me tell you why I really, 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 really use, hold on, somebody said you know that. Uh, you have to try the cucumber melon. Somebody uh, else ordered the cucumber melon and is going crazy with it. Oh, my God. Uh, Will Williams ordered the cucumber, and he loves it. But let me tell you why I really use natural soap by Zakia. No soap scum in my tub, in my shower. I do not have to scrub the shower and how I know I'm, it's time to reorder is when I grab that other bar of soap that we keep around and or that uh, uh, li other liquid soap you know that somebody buys because our mommy didn't order in time when I get out of the shower and I look back at the shower and I see that soap scum all over the place and then I got to clean when I have to go in there and clean the shower I look I'm like oh I'm out of natural soap by Zakia I rinse clean and my shower rinse clean, my tub rinse clean with natural soap by natural soap by Zakia. You do not have to scrub the bathroom. That's why my soap dish looks still brand spanking new. Squeaky clean. You stay cleaner longer. It's all get out healthy, okay? I'm telling you. And you can get it if you want. If you want your favorite fragrance, she's probably got it. If you want natural fragrance, like you want, like I, my daughter bought me some Gucci, some Prada. I'm not even, I'm not even, look, I don't buy brands, okay? But I got, you know, and Mother's Day is coming up, and she didn't already ask me which of these that I really love, and I'm like, I kind of like the Gucci. So, you know, I'm probably, she's probably going to be rolled up in here with some, some Gucci for, uh, for Mother's Day because now using a triple butter blend, I now have a new love for uh, for perfume and colognes and so forth, right? But then even then, I still I still love smelling like my luscious lemon. Oh my God! As soon as you take the top off, that luscious lemon is a is a foamy soap. What is it? It's a it's a um, not liquid. What is it, Zakia? It's uh it's like a foam. It's, it comes in a jar, and you just put a little bit on your on your on your, whatever apparatus you're bathing with washcloth. Your spongy, spongy or whatever. Um, it's a foam, right? I think it's a foam. It's not foam. What is it? It's like a pudding. It's almost like a pudding, like a soap pudding. Um, and so use that. And the minute you take the top off, the fragrance goes all through. Whip, whip. I know, why can't I say whip soap? It's a whip soap. It's a whip soap. And the minute you take the top off, no matter which one you get, it literally goes all through the house. Every time I would take my shower, my daughter would come around the corner and go, Mama, you eating Fruity Pebbles? 
Would I be eating Fruity Pebbles in the shower? Oh, you're just taking a shower? What is that? And so my child went out and bought some Fruity Pebbles because every time I would shower, it would make her want Fruity Pebbles. So we now have Fruity Pebbles in the, in the pantry. But that is Natural Soap by Zakia. You can go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. Uh, and I will be monetizing all of my podcasts with Natural Soap by Zakia. So I'm going to go and get my affiliate link so I can say, go to Natural Soap by Zakia and put in the um, discount code. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and negotiate y'all a discount, okay? That's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and negotiate with Zakia Ringo and get, get y'all a discount. If you have not, if you don't know which soap, I know because you're going to go to the page, her store, and you're going to get overwhelmed. Get the sample. Get the sample. The sample, again, comes with four different bars. Uh, your household can try. You can figure out what you want, and then you can go and or- order those bars. I like the sample. I like the sample because she continues to add to her line uh, based on how she is motivated, right? That lemon is insane. It's absolutely insane. You would think I would buy nothing but lemon, but I like the sample bars because then you get to try some of her most amazing creations. She also has soaps um, for men uh, that are fragranted to the likings of, of men. And ladies, how you want your man to smell, okay? Go and get him. So she has uh, also products for the beard and hair and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she's also working on serums and, and all of that. And not only that, you get to watch all of this happen. If she's in the scope, she's put up a couple of emojis, put up some more emojis if you're on Periscope. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, follow Soap Lady Z, as in Zakia Ringo, and you get to watch her make your... How many times do you get to watch a person make something that you would eventually use? Green Apple. Green Apple is the newest one added to the sample line. I'm going to go order my sample line now, y'all. Um... So go over there and check her out. And this, what you order, you get to watch her actually make the soap online live. She, she's a live scoper, a live soaper. She makes the soap live. People buy it. She sells out right there on the screen. So if it's something you want, you better go ahead and order it, okay? Uh, my nine-year-old nephew loves to blue buy you. Calls it his grown man's soap. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love our young people. So that's your call to action in a, in a, in a, in a podcast about, y'all don't make me go way long, y'all. This has been a good one. But it's Monday. It's Monday. It's the beginning of another week, and I think we should do that. Um, but our antidote today was a call to action. What is your call to action? Um, and do you, here's the thing. You have a call to action, but if you have to come out of your comfort zone, I don't want you to have, I want what you want out of this life. I am waiting for the lemon deodorant. I want, but you know what? That's another thing with natural soap by Zakia. You clean it longer. It is, it is your deodorant. And I, and, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want that to be, she can't give that disclaimer. She can't do, but like I said, I'm cleaner longer. I use less deodorant, but then I'm not a hairy person and I don't perspire like that. Right. My deodorant lasts longer. Because I luxuriate in natural soap by Zakia. And I, I, I promise you, I promise you, no lotion needed. I don't have to put on a bunch of, bunch of lotion, especially in the summertime, right? 
In the wintertime, she has products um, for your skin as well. But check check her out. Check her out. I'm telling you, slack up. Unless you unless you really, truly sweat up under your arms, you're perspiring and all that. But see, it's all about getting to know your body. It's all about getting to know your body. And one of the things I notice when I go and take my shower, and I'm a shower every day. Did y'all know I heard somebody the other day? say to me and i think they i'm trying to remember what their what their ethnicity was but she was saying that her parents were old school i forget where she said she was from uh they were hispanic they were they were mexican i think they were i think she was mexican and she was talking about having to argue with her parents because her her son was her child she was getting ready to travel and her kids were going to stay with the grandparents and they had had an argument about having to shower every day how the kids didn't want to go to the grandparents because the grandparents weren't weren't about showering every day about using that the water and you know they this wasn't how they lived right and and she was trying to go on this vacation with her girlfriends and she was having this conversation either with the kid or the parent. And then she was like, he's mad because they won't let him shower every day. (laughs) And I was like, it's so much. We don't know about each other. There is so much that we don't know about it. Cause you know, as a kid, he can't be going to school, not having shower. You know that, right? So, and he was like, mom, but you're traveling during the week and, and grandparents, you know, the grandparents are not going to let us shower, you know, and all this kind of stuff, honey. Mm-mm. Because they come from a place where things are not as plentiful as they are. And the, 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 keep in mind, the things we take for granted, the things we take for granted, y'all. Okay. Have your call to action. Your call to action should not take you out your comfort zone, but at the same time, your comfort zone should not be so limited. Uh, don't go through your day missing any moments, and then make sure you take some more lists. Listen, listen. On that note, y'all guys, we did go. We did go long. We had some people cycle in. We had some great people came in and shared it out. So we tried to maintain the altitude in that moment where we were. We went viral for a little bit there. So we tried to maintain the altitude and want to get them uh, some chance of that. Um, the conversation doesn't stop because I hit the stop button. You can tweet me at DryerBuzz. If you want to enjoy, enjoy more of these, there's more on the platform that you're on. And then also when I stop, it's going to also land uh, in, the, in a podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. You guys have been absolutely wonderful. This has been a great way uh, to start off, to kick off our week. And so thank you guys so much for that. Good Lord willing, the creek don't rise, sun come through yonder window. I wake up with the breath of life again tomorrow. I'll be right back here. This is a seven day a week for each and every day that we have. I make time to come in and have this conversation and look how life has afforded me that opportunity just on today. Petty Betty was off. So we got to do it. Otherwise I'd have been like been out of here. But um, so we got to do kind of an extended version. I hope you guys enjoyed it again. Thanks to uh, one Captain Kirk for coming in. For those of you that uh, have have questions about CBD oils, CBD or the CBD oils. He is on a national tour uh, as the as CBD is rolling out all across the country. He is on his way to Atlanta. He's right now in Texas. I think he was in Houston. He's from uh, the Portland area. And so we will be talking with him more 
Uh, also, Natural Soap by Zakia is a supporter. She's always a supporter of our podcast. So please go to Natural Soap uh, by Natural Soap by Zakia. And because you know me, I got consonant deletion. So Natural Soap by Zakia, Z-A-K-I-A dot com. And you can stay cleaner longer. You'll clean your bathroom less. You might even start using. Now, these are not her disclaimers. These are based on my experience of using. Wait, who is this? Cap- one Captain Kirk. You know one Captain Kirk. One Captain Kirk is doing the CBD. So I'll, I'll tag you guys in a Facebook, in an inbox. I'll tag you both in the inbox uh, so you guys can work together because he's probably coming to Philly as well uh, on his way uh, back west. So definitely uh, let me get you guys connected, okay? All right. All right, guys. Is everybody good? Is everybody out of bed? I'm out of bed. I know I'm clearly out of bed. I am clearly awake at this point. ABC Vision. It said, Yolanda's still on. Let me see what she's talking about in there. That's my good buddy and fellow blogger, ABC Vision. Uh, For those of you that are authors, you want to get him your book so that he can uh, review it for you. You also want to follow him till he goes to all the galas uh, in Atlanta. He's also a theater blogger like myself. Um, he has a wonderful, wonderful family, awesome and amazing. Uh, his brother is a a wonderful lawyer. Uh, I have had to call on him a couple of times. Let me tell you, honey, ABC vision, uh, uh, is, is just an amazing guy. Very brilliant y'all. And he's author. I can't even tell you how many books he himself has written. So definitely ABC vision. If he didn't pop back out, he'll, um, Put up an emoji and you guys can go and follow him as well. All right. Is everybody good? Everybody wait. Everybody got the call to action. Uh, throughout the day, you know, ask yourself, you know, what's bringing you out of your comfort zone? And why, what, how, what size is your comfort zone? And why must everything bring you out your comfort zone? That's the question. We'll pick up comfort zone tomorrow. Remind me, somebody, I'm going to tell Siri because y'all ain't going to remind me. I'm going to tell Siri when I wake up. Remind me. Let's talk about comfort zone tomorrow. We never really do that except for when we want to do a kind of an extension or a part two, because usually we start with a blank page and a blank call to action. But tomorrow I do want to talk about comfort zone because I do have a friend. I keep noticing that everything that she says she's going to try and do, she's talking about coming out of her comfort zone. And that's not how this works. That's not how this works. Yeah. Sometimes you have to get uncomfortable, but the only time you, you get uncomfortable with things that when things you need to leave behind, you shouldn't want to leave yourself, your life, Behind or go, you know, look, I ain't going to start that conversation now. Tomorrow, ABC Vision is back. ABC Vision, can you please put up some emojis right quick so people can follow ABC Vision? And for those of you not on Periscope, uh, ABC Vision, uh, you can follow him on all. He's on all platforms, same name as well. All right. Um, so, guys, thank you, guys. I'm going to hit the stop button because I know there's a lot of people that want to catch this on the replay and that are already on the podcast platforms looking and waiting for the podcast. All right. All right. All right, guys, let's do what we do best. I do always have just one other favor and that is go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.